It's November 20th, 2021, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Diz Podopolis, and this is episode number 49, and we're returning to our conversation about Halloween and the Haunted Mansion, and tonight, Fiona, what are we talking about? Uh, finally, it's time to raise the curtain for a Muppets Haunted Mansion moment. (laughs) We never induce ourselves. We didn't, but now you can introduce yourself. Raw! <laughs> okay. Ray Egon. Was I not meant to say that? Well, we're not talking about Ghostbusters today. Exactly. So. <laughs> this is a Disney podcast. Yes, but you've been watching a lot of Ghostbusters lately. Well, yeah, but but we did have a conversation at at, at Freddy's when when it it's hard to make a good um, something when a former like director isn't around. Right, like it's hard to go back and and recreate the magic of a movie when the director has passed away, like the Ghostbusters three. So it's hard because you've lost part of that integral. Um, background and storytelling for sure I mean, and that's kind of like what tonight we're talking about today. i mean i didn't mind the most recent movie where the the team was girls <laughs> yeah I, I honestly i haven't seen the third one i just i've heard a lot of people saying it wasn't as good as the first two but they did lose the um initial writer he passed away uh, uh yeah i didn't pay attention to that i mean just like our studio gilby conversation I mean, Miyazaki's still alive, but they kind of did a movie that wasn't, like, their target animation. Right. They're trying to move the studio forward, and it's very difficult when you do lose your main storyteller or he's, like, set back from the the front of the movie. (laughs) I know. We stepped right into the the meat of the the story tonight, and uh, Fiona, why don't you say hi to everybody? There were so much funnies I've, that, that, uh. Of, like, the Halloween entertainment I've recently been watching. Uh-huh. So I had to let that out. All right. Well, I'm glad you let that out, Fiona. Why don't you say hi to everybody out there? Hello. Hello. Jabba Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> what is that reference to? I don't know. I'm just making funny, f- fun- funny voices. All right. Make funny voices. Go for it, girl. All right. Ryan, why don't you say hi to everybody out there? Well, welcome to my Aunt Dolores and to my mom. Thank you for joining us tonight. And welcome all of our listeners. We're excited to talk about the Muppet Haunted Mansion. From all of us to all of you. 
Is there more to that? That that's all I got. That's all you got. All right. Hi, and I'm Colleen. Um, I'm going to say hi to you out there for joining us on, on another episode. And I think we did a kind of an unplanned introduction because we did, this yes. is our humor shared like the Muppets. We went a little bit off the rails, and we'll be talking about that in depth in a little bit. But uh, Fiona, do you want to jump into our question of the night? What do you okay. Think? So right. it's. It took us a while to clarify this question. It did. So my my first my first question was so my question was first about if you can put an Easter egg relating to Eddie Murphy movie and the Muppets movie what it would be. But for now, since our first conversation will be about the Muppets film, mm-hmm. we're just gonna stick with the Muppets. Right, your initial uh, thought for this podcast, Fiona, was that we were going to review the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion uh, movie, but instead we've decided to just cover the Muppets Haunted Mansion movie because we tend to talk a lot. (laughs) We can't cover two movies in in one podcast. So yeah, so we're just going to focus on the Muppets Haunted Mansion and taking one element of that and putting an Easter egg in the actual Haunted Mansion ride. Now, in Disneyland, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I think that's that would be more easier. Well, and they tend to be okay with introducing newer things, I think, at Disneyland than they do at Walt Disney World, from what well, I've seen. I did remember one conversation when Frank and Winnie was big. Uh-huh. They had Sparky's grave in the Bleef Pet Cemetery at Disney World. Oh, they did. Hmm. All right, there you go. All right, who's going first, Fiona, with the question? How about Ryan? All right, Ryan. Let's put you on the spot. Mm. One thing that I would put in there. Well, I really, really liked... Uh, I, th- I would have to say I really like the stretching portraits okay. with the Muppets on them. And I I don't know exactly where I would put that in, though, because I wouldn't replace the stretching portraits themselves. But I would try and figure <laughs> out a way. That would be cool. Maybe I would do something in the hallway, like one of the changing portraits, one of the changing pictures, as because they had like a Muppet one that was changing, too. They did some of the original ones, but then they also had, like, the rat that I believe was the rat that turned into Medusa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah, I think it'd be kind of something that's a little more subtle in there, like, as a kind of more like a hint, something, you know, you just wouldn't maybe wouldn't notice it as much. What do you mean? Like a well-known character? Right. Yeah. It would just kind of, like, be, you know, a, a cute little homage to it. Yeah to this um or take something like the killer plant or something something very subtle so <laughs> oh, that, oh i like you, the you, plant you can, oh my gosh that that yeah. killer plant yeah the killer plant that's or something that's just that when they they just throw back those monsters yeah. and yes yeah. fun fact they did someone did a a uh muppet a haunted mansion portrait replate with the characters being replaced by the Muppet characters. Yeah. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. its movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So maybe one of those, like something in the hallway, a changing portrait in the hallway, or 
the killer plant. Who's uh, going next? Uh, fun fact. Uh, no one was the old lady on the tombstone. <laughs> yeah, they only had three stretching portraits. Or stretching portraits. Yeah, stretching portraits. I mean, was it because there wasn't like a well another well-known female character, perhaps? I don't know. They have Miss Piggy. Do they not want to put her on there? I, I mean, don't know. In the so, in the mud so, image, the free free men in the mud, they had Miss Poggy from the 2011 Muff, Muppet movie. Uh huh. And that's the one where you had the old lady sitting on the gravestone, and it stretches, and it kind of stretches down into a guy with a bust, and the bust has a hatchet in the head. Maybe it's a little violent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's so hard to say why that happened, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. I just love how they have quicksand as one of the portraits, the stretching portraits. And I love that meme of basically our generation growing up thinking quicksand was going to be a much bigger deal than it actually is. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like you've run into quicksand everywhere. <laughs> it was in every single show. <laughs> yeah, it was like in Scooby-Doo and yeah, it was in so many things. Wonder yeah. Woman and oh my lord. Yeah just everywhere i know i'm pretty sure the a team got stuck in it too i know it feels like a lot of thoughts for the old day on tombstone portrait would be replaced by i don't know like bunsen or beaker or waldorf and statler so who is next all right who's going next how about mom oh i'm going next okay so yeah i really like the plant i think that was super awesome that would be so easy to just regular you know easily integrate into it but i think i want um i think would be fun is that door the door where gonzo gets stuck behind it and it has like the three skulls on it and they're you know they each one opens oh yeah and this is when my on this part on that part my thoughts just went Oh, yeah, yeah. You had, well, the whole scene you had a moment with, but I'm just talking about the door. We'll just talk about the door right now. Yes, so far. But yeah. you'll see why. But I think that would be fun a fun door to add to the hallway. Yeah, nice and subtle. Mm-hmm. Door number 999. Absolutely. No, it's 666. <laughs> yeah, okay, unlucky flips, number. If, 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 if I remember from Zach and Cody. Oh, yeah. Zach and Cody doors. Uh... What, okay, Fiona. We're done. I've, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I think what was cool in the plant were so many cameos where, where it had, I think it had, I know the singing buses were just like norm, normal humans. Uh-huh. But there were, there were two buses that was Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker. Oh, in the hallway. Yeah. The ones that follow you? So, so I thought it would be cool if they like I don't know re- replace like those sermons we have now and into just just the the various Muppet characters. Okay. But what what I also had straight in mind was how about a hole in the wall that's in the shape of Gonzo and Pepe from outside. Oh, <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, that would be fun. You could just have that out. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, like the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> they kind of have something like that Hollywood Studios. They have the the shape of Roger Rabbit. 
Yeah, or was it? I think that was Toontown. Was it Toontown? I I, right. I just remember the Roger Rabbit billboard sign. Oh yeah, yeah. And everyone was just like, uh, "That's like the most randomest Roger Rabbit s- sight in the parks." Oh, his shape going through the sign. Yeah, or the billboard. Or, yeah, the billboard. Sorry, yeah, billboard. You never know where you find him. I mean, I think my window is the hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, Fiona, you read talking about. Oh, sorry. What What has been the mess from Gonzo and Pepe inside the mansion? Oh, the mess they caused. Or? Yes. Yes. All right, you ready to go on to our main subject for the evening? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We start with the impressions. <laughs> you go, Pepe. I remember. Pepe. I remember when when it was about dark, dark, and we were about to start the the film. Uh-huh. I, I was like, I was, I was, I was being preoccupied with my Im- impressions. Where I was just like, "Where's the remote? Oh, the film is okie dokie. Or turn on the next peaky. Oh wait. Play the movie, okay? Play the movie. You get it. I do. I do. I get it. Now it's time for a little patch of heaven. I know a place pretty as pie. I with a river bend hits up with the end of the sky. It's left in Nebraska. And over a crest On a little patch of heaven Way out west Everything's green Know what I mean Alright, so tonight on Dispodopolis We're going to be talking about The Muppets Haunted Mansion And this was kind of a surprise That, uh, to me at least That it was coming out this season I know we had like a little leeway Leading up to it and then it just kind of arrived, and um, I was yeah. I just thought very, very unexpected to me. I mean, I would think that message from Gonzo and Pepe was almost false. Well, what message? Remember when they, you first saw the unmount announcement on okay. the web- website where they were like Muppets Haunted Mansion. The, uh, every time Gonzo said that the lightning appeared, uh-huh. but not when Pepe said said it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a good one. I like. Yeah, that. we feel like we just forget about it, but then we see the most recent Disney Plus commercials, and then oh, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what um, spurred 
this collaboration to happen. Um, I'm glad it did. It, you know, we really it was fun to have something new this holiday season because there really isn't a lot that came out because of um, everything being kind of shut down and shifting and everyone not knowing where to go, what to do. I mean, oh, Halloween, everyone gets to wear a mask. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. All right. Fiona, where do you want to start with our conversation on this fun little jaunt down memory lane? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, hmm. I think I would start my my moments when I was just really excited to see it because mm-hmm. the Muppets are coming back. But then throughout the film, I was like thumbs in the middle. Uh huh. So maybe we'll talk about my like, like negative but also positive points when within the special. Okay, so do you want to kind of start at the beginning, or do you want to start with your your negative thoughts or your positive thoughts, or you want to walk through the movie? Uh, I I I, I yeah, I think it would be easier if we would like um. Walk through the movie and spot and spot my my negative but also positive opinions within this original. And that would be the goat scream. You're welcome. At first, it was the mummy and skeleton. Yes, the dun dun does the mummy and the skeleton, and then the goat scream because. Of course. Why wouldn't you have a goat screaming? Honestly, it, it was obviously from the internet memes. Oh, is that what that's from? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. it was. It was usually internet memes. Maybe I'm. Yes. Maybe I would say that because well, Kermit the Frog always getting memeified. Oh well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. See, I'm so out of the loop on some of this stuff. Yay me! <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the premise of this film. Um. About Gonzo and Pepe have decided that okay, well, so each actually has their own well, well, thing that's going on. Pepe, here. who's uh-huh. probably gonna become everyone's favorite grouchy, uh, whatever he is, a king pun. Gonzo is the uh, whatever he is, bird <laughs> <laughs> that likes chickens. Has anyone seen Muppets from Space? Not in a while. I have. Okay, yeah. Grandpa has it. Okay. Are you going to reference something from that? Um, a little. Well, okay. it, it, well if it's like, well, Pepe mo- movie debut was Muppets in Space. What? Oh, I th- okay. I thought it was the, the Wizard of Oz one. No? Um, it was Muppets in Space. Oh, well, I believe you. I'm not. Yeah, and it felt like a lot of people were very confused on what Pepe was when they first saw him on screen. Well, it's an unusual choice. <laughs> it's not everyone's first choice. Anyone could just King call Kong. him. Anyone could just call him like a cockroach. Yeah, well, they kind of are of the sea. I mean, if anyone could draw him underground, but later on, anyone can draw him in the water. Okay. Yeah. There we go. All right, so you've got Gonzo and Pepe. Gonzo thinks he is going to this challenge at a haunted mansion uh, set up 
by this famous magician that disappeared in this house a hundred years ago, the great MacGuffin. And then oh, yeah. you've got and his tricks were like loot throwing, um, not not like Loot Zealand, the fish throwing guy. He was themed the fishes, the magician. Yeah, he had a fish in his pocket. <laughs> it was like. And it talked. Yes, of course it spoke. It was like SpongeBob. <laughs> you never know. And then you've got Pepe, who I don't like. Did did he not get the memo? Because he seems to be really confused about what's going on and thinks he's going to this really richy party with special guests of honor and celebrities. Well, since Kermit and Piggy are already at a party. Well, yeah, so they've chosen not to go to the Muppets party, and they've chosen to go to this challenge at the mansion instead. It was like, uh, does, does that seem a little, like, intense? Oh. Intense? Like, was is that your bright choice on Halloween? Oh, If there's, yeah. like, millions of horror movies they've seen. Right, right. <laughs> so you're going to the scary house on, on Halloween. Well, you know. Yeah. Do you know where why they chose the name MacGuffin most likely? No, but you're gonna tell me, right? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It's actually um, a plot device that Alfred Hitchcock came up with. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that was from, one of the guys that did the Haunted Mansion, right? N- no, no, right. it's a it's, it's from an Al- an old Alfred Hitchcock film uh, called The Lady Vanishes, and uh, I believe the name the name of the lady that vanishes her name's MacGuffin. But she really doesn't have a lot to do with the with the plot in and of itself, other than drive it and move it along. So it's like why they kind of get on the train, why they're they're looking for this lady that has vanished, and what's happened to her. But she really doesn't have much, really, to do with the film itself. And same thing with the magician, as you'll find out, really doesn't have much to do with the film other than to get Gonzo and Pepe into the mansion and stuff. So that's, it's a, and they call it that kind of plot element, they call it mm-hmm. MacGuffin. It's just a, something that drives the drives the action in the film, but doesn't yeah. have tons to do with it. It's called a MacGuffin. And just have the time of their life. <laughs> yeah. I guess so saying. that's a, yeah, it's a movie, it's a movie term, a MacGuffin. Oh, you think I was no. about to sing Bugs Life, right? No, I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Not familiar with that. Yeah, I, I think that's, that is one of the really nice thing about Muppets movies is they do mm-hmm. pull in so many, you Obscure know, references. Yeah, colloquialisms mm-hmm. and plot twists yeah. and stuff that you kind of like it, it has, you have to dive a little bit deeper into their movies to really enjoy them even more but I mean yeah. I mean you even though for them being enjoyable you said they're being like like less funny these years without Jim Henson oh well, okay so we were talking about uh, so earlier we were talking about when you lose the main storyteller in uh, as a studio it's very difficult to push forward yeah and losing jim henson i think has been um a huge hurdle that they have had to work through at the studio uh because he was so quintessential to driving those movies and throwing out ideas i just saw him as like an idea man a storyteller um and and so i there were a lot of quintessential muppet moments in this movie and then i think there were a couple of things that like ran maybe a little bit long or like kind of missed the mark a little bit but but um, still some laughs 
I think people were really glad to see them return to the essential Muppet gags and um, like the use of language. Because it did get really positive reviews overall. Because yeah, I know they but, tried to do something a little more adulty, and I don't know if that was really I mean, where people wanted to see it go. That was the ABC show, right? Yes. Yeah. I kind of didn't like that. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Because it didn't feel like the most were being, well, the Muppets. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we see them, Gonzo and Pepe, being dropped off at the haunted mansion now the mansion doesn't look it doesn't look like the haunted mansion right on the outside was i reading that right and they were supposed to be in hollywood which i thought was interesting that mansion's everywhere well hollywood <laughs> is their home yeah like the hollywood hills you know the ritzy part of town yeah. kind of a thing just i mean when you see the most recent movies there's hollywood yeah, so it looked to me more like the Psycho House with the the Or I think of, it also looks like the, I think the Phantom Manor a little bit. The Phantom bit. Manor, more that. I was getting some elements there. With the sloped, the um, curved sloped roofs. Dang it, they should have done a reference to Psycho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Pepe or Gonzo could be in the shower and... And What's going on here? <laughs> a knife. Well, I... <laughs> I mean, if that's intense. That is intense. And I, I, I think that's one of the problems with the Haunted Mansion, like finding balance between a family movie and it being a Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah. It really it's is just hard. anything that, that children can easily watch through. Right. I, I really think they wanted some, this to be something that children could watch through. Absolutely. Yeah, and even fairly young, you can have fairly young kids watch this one. Oh yeah, they I th- they took out a lot of any elements that would even be suggestive of of something too scary. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, <laughs> like in the I don't know in the cla- like cla- classical puppet show, they would have like their face elements being take off. Oh yeah, yeah, that would definitely be one of those things that they would they would do for sure. Okay, so we have, um, so this is our first cameo, the Hearst drivers, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. So she uh, was in, she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in the Avengers Endgame, and she's done a, a lot of like little roles kind of everywhere. A lot of TV shows, uh, a, a lot of um, little shows for kids and adults. So she's uh, and always kind of like a, a comedic role, too. She was Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp, though. Ah. Uh. So, the, and um, I didn't really recognize her at first. I, I kind of, I get a sense of, because you don't really see even, like, her whole face. Like, you just see her looking through the little window where she's driving. So you don't get a whole lot of her. I mean, like, full mm-hmm. body, you mean? Yeah, full body, right. And yeah, so she brings them up and kind of, oh, well, I've never driven anybody home the next morning. So is <laughs> setting the mood that they're maybe they're not coming back. And then we enter. Uh, this was kind of unexpected for everyone watching the movie. Because, <laughs> oh, you're going to say usually when the Mupp- Muppets have something, they need to be a musical. Yes, I did know we were getting a musical. 
<laughs> I mean, anyway, I could just go with the flow with them not singing. <laughs> Were you expecting a musical, Ryan? I didn't expect to have a song by, you know, sung by Darren Chris in this. That No, uh, I thought that was interesting. I mean, I, th- I figured there'd be music in it just because there's music all through the Haunted Mansion, but I right. didn't realize we were going to get a whole new song. Songs. Yeah, but I think there's yeah. about three. Is there three songs? Yeah. yeah I was but like, I mean, it should be expected. I mean, like all, <laughs> almost all the Muppet, you know, the Muppet TV shows and then the Muppet movies all had music in them. So, I mean, I don't know why it was a shock. I mean, all this music just, it, it gave me the reminder of me always listening to those like flogs from like the 40s and 50s. Okay. Because right. that's what they originally did in the Muppet show pull a bunch of songs from from like 40s and 50s oh a 70s and 70s yeah you may have gotten your decades a little mixed up there but yeah there's a lot a lot of 70s music for sure obviously because it's in the 70s but yeah no jeff my husband's like we're getting a musical who knew <laughs> i was excited i was like oh all right i'm in i'm good <laughs> yeah and it took all me right. like a few seconds to realize it was Derek Chris, the guy from Glee. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, I know yeah. him. Oh, the, the caretaker. Yeah, he's the caretaker. With yeah. the Muppet dog. Well, yeah. Very appropriate. Because almost anything, mm-hmm. any pet in Jim Henson production should be a puppet. Yeah, I think this is probably one of my... There, I had a couple of favorite scenes in this, and this is one of my favorite scenes. And then, you know, they have the ghostly figures representing a, a lot of those tombstones that you see when you're going up mm-hmm. to Dizzy. And then there's Ed Asner, and I'm like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, have you read the Real. news? Carl Fregerson, <laughs> dead. I'm like, oh, boy, that's... I don't know how to read this or how I should read it. Yeah, no, I know. I I like Ed Asner, so I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And I like, I I did like how they mashed it with grim grinning ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I thought they mixed it really well with grim grinning ghosts and and the song. So I was just like, oh, this is kind of fun. Please, oh please, though they're all deceased, I beg of you on bended knee. Please, oh please, let them rest in peace, for once they start, they never cease. You see, here lies good old Fred, a great big rock fell on his head, and at peaceful rest lies brother Claude, planted here beneath the sod. I mean, if that was a little nice for him. Right, and and I had no idea who any of the busts were. They, just because of the makeup and the hair, yeah. it was really hard to figure out who any of them were until you go back and even, yet yeah, I'd read the credits because they did such a makeup job on them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, they would have leave like any announcements of who died from this movie at the end or beginning. <laughs> I don't think they did it. No, yeah. But I think that was nice. So, and I love how they had... Um, pooping out my Is it uh, Danny? Dan- Danny Trejo. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, yeah. I, you know, he's such a character actor, and he's so fun to see, because he always has to play the bad guy, because his face is kind of gnarly, and 
really deep crevice, and it's fun to just see him being lighthearted and I'm singing. I mean, he was in jail in that scene. I mean, yeah, he was in jail. Poor guy's been typecasted to I death. Mean, to death. Oh. I, I mean, I, I, I did, I did found that he was in Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 Okay, so now we're moving in. To the mansion. After that unexpected moment. <laughs> yes, after our first, our first singing. Um, and we get to Will Arnett, who Which is, is just our like ghost the, host. It, it could be like the Beware song. Yes, uh, from the Muppet Christmas Carol. Is that what you're talking about? Wait, which, beware. Which song? The Beware song. What? <laughs> I don't, what Beware song are you talking about? It, it was about? like their Beware song at that part. Right, yeah, the Beware song from Muppet Christmas Carol. Is that what you're referencing? I was, I mean, Honey Mansion. I think she's just saying it's a Beware song, like passing oh, on a warning. Oh, okay, but gotcha. I do like the reference from the Christmas so, Carol. So, what Christmas, like, oh, all right. what Christmas Carol part were you talking about? Uh, that's where the Bob... Uh, Bob, Bob, uh, was it? Was it? Was it no, it's, it's a, not, it's a, not Bob oh, Marley, not Bob Marley, <laughs> Bob Crutchet, <laughs> but Marley, Marley, and um, what are the names oh. of Scrooge's? Oh, uh, we're Marley and Marley. Yes, Whoa. thank you. Those guys are singing the Beware song. So um, I thought that's what yeah, you were Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, it was Statler and Waldorf in that film. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there was one. I felt it. There was one. There was one ghost that died from leaking, licking ink, and and one ghost who was roasting s'mores. <laughs> That's gonna be the worst way to go, or the best, depending on how how you want to look right? at it. Right? <laughs> Could be. Did you get any s'more though? Is the is the point we want to drive home? All right. So it's our introduction to the ghost host with Will Arnett. And yes. It was a guy with a fake mustache. Right. And he's kind of just like all over the place. He's a comedian. Um, Arrested Development. I enjoy it. I really enjoyed Will Arnett in this. Yeah. he. Yeah. It was kind of, kind of a fun little twist. He had a, a not cool little accent going on. He's also in Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. So, and this is our introduction you were saying earlier. Fiona, why don't you give it to us again? Welcome to a haunted mansion. I will be your ghost, your host, your ghost host. Da, da, da! Ah! <laughs> so here's where we get an introduction to these are two new puppets. Yeah. Right? Or Muppets, sorry. These are two new Muppets. And one's a, a mummy. One's a skeleton. And one's a skeleton. <laughs> I mean, we had... And they both have, like, really, uh, like, sparse hair. So it's a little... <laughs> and I think their faces were all, like, monkey-shaped. Oh, like that one Muppet? Mon- monkey-faced. Okay. I think it was the skeleton that mainly had a monkey face. Okay. They do have some characters that are kind of like that, so I can see that. But yeah, yeah, and then one was always like getting off beat and stuff like that. And then we just had the goat because, you know. I introduced the running gags here. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And plus, they they have merch featuring them. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Did you see the merchandise they had, Ryan, for this? No, I have not. So it was D23 exclusive. And so you had to be like a gold member of D23 and you could buy it through the Disney shop. And they had these short little windows. I don't know if it was like a week. And then there was like a couple of mornings, that sort of a thing. And of course, mm. you know, by the time I had even found out about it, uh, all the pins were gone. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. So all the pins were gone, but they did have like an the oversized spirit jersey, which is I thought was adorable. Very cute. I was cute. ready for Christmas. I know Fiona. Is, I'm sure that's on her list. It has my yeah, good luck. Has, <laughs> I think you might know why. Well, yeah. So there's a Beaker and Doctor uh, Benson Honeydew uh, pin that she really likes. Yep. Mm. But Absolutely. like usual, I'm gonna later on gonna get the Kermit and Miss Piggy stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's it's it, no. I I I'm happy with that. So we we get our introduction and our ghost host lays out the challenge for the evening, right? And is that when we step into the stretching portraits room? Yeah, I don't think go I don't think right. there was anyone else. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else. Yeah, so we go in the stretching portraits. And like we uh, talked about earlier, there's only three, which was interesting. And there's no, um, there's a goat screaming at the end, but there's not the ceiling apparatus <laughs> that there is in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that's one of those things they took out, I think, because it might have been just like a level too much for kids, for sure. I think they really tried to keep it. I think it was PG seven and up. And I, yeah, the younger kids might have a few problems with a couple of scenes. One of them I really enjoyed was one of my favorite scenes, but yeah. So I could see where kids would have a little issue with that below that age, especially if they have tendencies to get very upset or fixated on scary things. So what's this part you're talking about? Well, they don't have the guy hanging from the screen. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's not there. But they, they did they, have the scream. They had an Eddie Murphy film. They did. They did. Uh, and so then we're in the hallway, right? Is that where yeah, we're at? Yeah, and this is where we previously talked about like how the portraits were portrayed by like like lesser known Muppet characters. Yeah, I think that was the, what the trend they were doing here. So you didn't have the lead, what you would expect, right? The lead characters in the por- the stretching porches or the ones in the hallway. I mean, there was, there was, yeah, we had like, yeah, there was, there, I, mean, I mean, there was one as the, the news guy and, and the, the female rat, Lolanda, who is the Medusa. Of course you know the name of the female rat. <laughs> I kind of looked it up, and I remember she debuted in Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, oh well, that makes sense, because it's, you know, New York. <laughs> There's lots of rats there. And and then we see what you were kind of waiting for, the whole... Oh, Beaky! Yes! <laughs> Beaker and Dr. Benzahane, you got their little cameo. They got to be the bust in the wall. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think I was upset that I just got that part from them. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, I knew it would it was gonna happen when I saw the trailer. 
Yeah, they got a little snide remark in there too. So. And I was like dressed up dig. as Beaker when I watched the movie. Uh huh. Well, I just relate what I've because why what I wear for Halloween. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right, so we get through this hall, and um, is this where we see the screaming plant? Where do we see the screaming plant? <laughs> I like things that scream, apparently, because I really like the goat and the screaming plant. <laughs> like, surprisingly scream. <laughs> Not just random scream. <laughs> I, I was trying to do Gonzo screaming. There you go. Right. I don't know. Dave Goals is the man. <laughs> he's gone. He's the voice of Gonzo, right? Yeah. Oh man, he's yeah. like I would want to meet him. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he voices several of the characters, but yes, he also does Doctor Bunsen Honeydew. There you go. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun how they do. They all seem to take on quite a load. Yeah, and and Waldorf, he's he he does he does yeah. several. And, he does. And Zoot. Those are some of the big ones. Yeah. Multi-talented. <laughs> these, this, these guys are legends. They are. All right. So where are we going next? I I think okay. We got the portraits. We got the mm-hmm. bus. Mm-hmm. We have the monster plant. <laughs> I think we'll meet Madame Piota. Piota. <laughs> so this is where we go into the séance room. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to mention that, uh, about all the sets is they're very reminiscent of the Haunted Mansion and they really, you get the essence of it, but they're a different scale and uh, definitely the scale is what you see the most in this situation, I think. So the seance room is very intimate and small and um, gosh, well, yeah. Yeah. What? Was it the seance room next, or did we get to that one room with um, a guest appearance by John Stanley? Oh, yeah! Was that before the seance room? I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, I think that was before. Was it before? Yeah, and that was after the two moving buses. Okay, because so Pepe takes off, right? Because he still thinks he's going to a big Hollywood party. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With people who are possibly alive. <laughs> yeah. I. I. He doesn't have very good listening skills. <laughs> right. Because he's looking for celebrities, and I think he like there's a room that's labeled I don't know like celebrity room or something like that. Or <laughs> very <laughs> blunt. Pe- and Pep. Yeah, Peppy. Pe- like as as that would happen in a mansion, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I love the Muppets, and he walks in, and it's like John Stamos in there, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just it. sitting in a room. Yeah, it's John Stamos <laughs> sitting in a room. It's hysterical. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is like I think this is like one of my most famous se- favorite scenes in this. I almost want I want more of this actually, where he does mm-hmm. just this Pepe getting thrown off his game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I thought it was like it was like a sexy moment playing mm-hmm. a game. Like they're having this quiet, intimate moment, and then it's not so quiet. Yeah, all again. of a sudden his face turns into some bird monster. I screamed out loud. <laughs> it cracked me. It was hysterical. I was screamed just, and started yeah. laughing so hard. I loved that so much. Mm-hmm. I like. I want more John Stamos. <laughs> I just thought that was a 
funny, funny little guest appearance and stuff. And then, uh, then I think after that, that's when they went to the same. <clears throat> no, me the diva. Pagoda stepped in now. Yes, you may. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, Miss Piggy is. Yeah, playing the part of Leota. She's got to be a lead, a lead female somewhere. Right, right. Yes. It's, it's all Miss Piggy all the time. And then they have the band, and those are the band yeah, characters. And she's kind of acting like, I'm trapping some sort of like fishbowl. <laughs> she's, she's not really happy about her situation. And this is one of those scenes, too, where you know, it's Muppets breaking the fourth wall. Like She's talking to the audience. And in one of those meta moments, like she knows she's just a, you know an actor inside a bowl playing this role. For and all it's of us. like a carnival attraction where the maid tends to clean her. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we so we kind of have like a little bit of a song here until she gets mad that they're singing a song and asks them to stop. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, if this is a film that hates musicals. So what did you, how'd you feel about this scene? Totally okay. Totally okay. <laughs> Ryan, how'd you like this scene? I like this scene, especially as they were, you know, kind of quoting and uh, just kind of paraphrasing Madame Leota. Yeah. Too, from the actual seance. Uh, I just thought that was funny. I liked how they did a blend of Muppets and the actual Haunted Mansion here. I thought it was genius. Well... I mean, there's, I mean, what will be the room next for any well, guest? My, my favorite part before we go to the next room is at the very end of this when Miss Piggy um, talks with Kim Irvine. I just about lost it. Yes, <laughs> when like, I, saw that, I, was like <laughs> I was like, that is Kim Irvine, like Kim, <laughs> Kim Irvine in here? Because like, I, and, and, and. A lot of people probably... Oh, the maid, know, you mean. Like, if you're a Haunted Mansion fan, you'll know who she is, but like probably the typical person won't know who Kim Irvine is, which I just thought it was funny that she was featured in it like that. <laughs> yeah, as it, yeah coming in and cleaning Miss Piggy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why not? That's, 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 yeah. So if you don't know who Kim Irvine is. She is the she is a Disney Imagineer and Disney legend, um, and the daughter of um, of um, Leota Toombs, yeah. who who was the original face for um, Madame Leota. and then Kim eventually came back and became the face for Madame Leota, Re-recorded it. Right. So yeah, we can't get the family here. Yes. Her name is <laughs> I just thought it was really cool that they had her in there. It was like with Madame Leota, you know, <laughs> where Madame Leota would be. So that's genius. I mean, yeah, because they knew like fans of the Haunted Mansion would just like probably scream out loud like me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, A plus in <laughs> Studios. A plus. I mean, thanks for targeting your your Leota family. Yeah, they knew how to, well, they knew how to target their audience for sure. Yeah, they did. I was like, all right. Yep. That was just fun. It was just fun. Yeah, they did. They just had a lot of fun with this and. For sure. 
All right, where are we off to next? Was this near the part where um, um, Sweetums steps in? Might have been. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, what happens in the Sweetums scene, Fiona? Well, Sweetums, I mean, if he's a monster and he's still alive. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. But is he? Question mark? Oh, um, well, no. We never know. <laughs> he's kind of like a, a waiter, perhaps. And and since he's huge, he, he can steam through he can steam through the hallways and and it made it feel like a train was coming. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, coming through. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of crashes them into the dining room. At the end and of this, this ride. And this is where we get kind of the ambulance of entertainment and another song. Welcome to the life hereafter, sleepless nights, eternal laughter. By the farm, push up some daisies. One day, Dominus, creepy crazies. Hi. Come play with me. Fred's Dijon. And daily nightmares. You are scared to raise your neck If you think it's too macabre, follow the floating candelabra. Yes. So here's our, our big song number two show. We're in the dining room. Uh, Kermit, I think, is like, kind of like the MC for the night. Of course, we get some crazy, ridiculous jokes from Fozzie Bear. Uh, this is... Uh, where we get the the hecklers in yeah, Statler and Wardorf, yeah, Statler which and Wardorf. I, I thought they were going to portray like the, the droll portraits. Yeah, yeah, okay, but no. Uh, yeah, it was Sam the Eagle and one one obscure Muppet pops. Right, and when and when they do, because in the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, those two are doing a duel. Uh, with guns, and, and so the Muppets version, they're literally drawing, drawing a picture. <laughs> Draw. Hey, that should be a good game. Yeah, so that's cute. Oh, that was fun. That's a fun little gag. Uh, this we got. <laughs> this, the only thing is, got Walter and uh, Sattler floating in a doom buggy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had to throw just anything from the Haunted Mansion. Right. Yeah, we got to get the doom buggy in there somehow, right? Exactly. So they're floating around in it. Like, oh, let them say, oh, you guys are lame. <laughs> so then you, you have the song that they start singing, and I'm not sure what all happened here. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah, I think I just, I could just listen to that song and just ignore what they're saying. <laughs> okay. All right, Ryan, what do you think about this dining room scene? I like that. I like the song, too, um, that was in the dining room scene. I mean, it's just kind of like uh, I thought they did a good job of how things like mash, mashing up what was happening in the film and what happens in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I, I, I think that's one of those scenes I need to see again, because it was just like, I'm like, what's going on? OK, now what are we doing here? All right, now I really need to, I need to see this again. I think it was just so surprising. I got a song. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck in the graveyard. 
Yeah, because I think this is where another song comes in. And um, was this one the the tie the knot tango that they were doing? No, this wasn't tie them. This is the live uh, life hereafter. Or I, I, just forget. I think it was life hereafter. Okay, is what that one is. What this one was called, life hereafter. Well, they're experiencing just, life hereafter. I mean, yeah, the- and it was because because it was like because they're just singing to Gonzo, trying to you know convince him to stay in the haunted mansion forever. Because why not? <laughs> you know, it was just fun. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. They just, need I thought one this more. Was cute. They do. They do. They, they do. Nine ninety nine. So when we come to the close of this song in this um, well, I dining think, room episode. I think we have the host back. Yes, we get our host back. And this is where Pepe and Gonzo go their separate ways again. And this time for more than just a moment with the, like we did with the John Stamos moment. So here is where uh, Pepe gets entranced by uh, Constance Hatchaway, who is the bride that you see in the attic. And um, it took me a second. I mean, I got the, like, her eyes would do, they had, you know, return red and try to enhance, uh, entrance Pepe and hypnotize him. Mm-hmm. Um, the tramp, you know, and like they would vibrate the screen. This is the only time where I'm like, mm, this is a little weird. <laughs> I don't know if this is working I for me. I think this is some sexy information from the most recent Disney Channel. <laughs> Whatever the teens have been doing on the Disney Channel, that's just that's just make everyone say that's garbage. Oh, okay, you're talking about that. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is the only scene where I'm like, mm, the special effects are just we're just like a little bit off for me. It doesn't. It wasn't working with me. I I I guess I don't know. I don't know. It just wasn't my my favorite thing they were doing. I mean, I'm glad mm. they brought in the bride. I, you know, that's an integral part to this the haunted mansion and all the another fun little story. I think they they mm. it was just a bride with a beating heart. <laughs> I was a kid. Yes, when we were growing up. It wasn't wasn't, wasn't like much animated. No, <laughs> and it's yeah. kind of nice how they've really pushed that story and given it a depth. And I. I really enjoyed when they're up in the attic, which, by the way, was very confusing to me how Pepe and the bride got there and how Gonzo got there later, which we'll talk about later. But oh, I- yeah. Fun <laughs> fact. Have you seen the most recent Gaio commercial featuring Animal in the Attic? Oh. <laughs> Have you seen that, Ryan? Yes, it's funny. Yeah. Fiona enjoys that one immensely. Uh, I, I still think they're funny. I know. You had a lot of fun with that. Well, and he is an animal and he's in the attic. Well, because there was there was the causes about like little animals, forest animals being stuck in the attic, so they thought they oh oh, let's put a clever twist on who has the same name as as animals. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Put a guy in there named Animal. Dink. But I did love how they had um, this is one of my, was one of the best jokes in there is when he sees all of her ex husbands have who have met their end, and mm-hmm. they're all kind of telling their story, and then the penguin comes up and and then <laughs> turns at least there's goes, no subtitles. <laughs> you can't say that. This is a family show. <laughs> 
The timing on that was just the kicker. It was the timing that I loved. I thought that was, I thought it was funny too. That was, that was one of my favorite ones. Cause yeah. Just, it's like almost like the dad jokes. Yeah. It's a dad joke. Well, that's what the Muppets are. Dad jokes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm good with a good, with a good timed dad joke. I'm in. So you've got well, Pepe off. I love how corny they are. Yeah, they're just so corny all the time. <laughs> just so bad. <laughs> so you got Pepe up in the attic with the bride. And then you've um, got Gonzo in his own distress situation where he's um, the, so the ghost host comes back and says, okay, so here's your thing. This is your scare moment you have to get through. And, you know, Gonzo's, by nature, he, he doesn't get scared, right? He shoots out of cannons. They fling that puppet everywhere. That's what he needs. <laughs> All he needs is some strings. They're, no, they're just throwing Gonzo. <laughs> that poor puppet is going to more I could do anything without a parachute. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, and he can't, because he's a puppet. But here comes the part where my, my eyes went... Yeah, so Fiona got really upset with this scene. This was a little intense for her. All right, Fiona, why don't you tell us about it? Okay, so Gonzo never fears anything. And and this tw- this mere twin image of himself says that he needs to fear something and he and then he shows all 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 the uh, alive Muppets uh, at their party. What's happening simultaneously as Gonzo is at the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, but then suddenly, oh, you have no fear. Well, well, I'll show you your fear. I'll show you what you'll probably fear. Mm-hmm. Why am I so old? Yeah, so they show, like, Gonzo's fear is being all alone and being old and not having any friends. It was just like, no, oh, your, your skin is gone on your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Fiona was having a really hard time dealing with the image of Gonzo developing into this old character. Gotcha, okay. It's like, well, remember... When we said well, how my experience was was with the WandaVision mm-hmm. Halloween episode with that, the You Magic commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So you, well, no, and that's typical, right? To kind of fear I mean, your own um, mortality. I don't like thinking about getting old. Right, exactly. Because it's just how entertainment shows it could be a a good way or a bad way to be old mm-hmm. and you did have to deal uh with- i mean i've seen howl's moving castle which 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 the title character did turn old but no. not not like not like moldy old just a 90 year old woman okay so but that that was steel gilby Steve film Okay. But later on, she kind of like having the moment being old. Okay. Her looking at herself. So her her name was Sophie. Okay. And yeah, and 
And so, yes, I do have a, f a fear watching characters decay on entertainment for myself. And, and, and yes, and when Gonzo says fear, I mean, I mean, the skull, the skull locks open up and boom, and look, he's back to normal. Yeah, back to the present day. He's he's faced his fears, and he realizes kind of how he needs to spend his time. Like it's more important to spend time with your friends. Yeah, I thought I thought this would be a, like re I thought they were like referencing something here. I don't know, like like from Psycho or something. Not or, from or Psycho. The, or The Shining was. No, we we haven't seen those movies. You've uh, just seen. Well, those are like R rated. <laughs> Right. What did you think about that scene, Ryan? Um, I thought I thought it was uh, interesting. I mean, that he did fear something, and then I thought it was a. I thought like I mean that is definitely something to fear, like being growing old and alone. And so, uh, he faced it, and then was I able mean... to get out of that room and get out alive. Had he not been able to, I think that's what would have trapped him in the haunted mansion. <laughs> and keep him forever. Da, da, yeah. Da. Da, da, da. yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting how much that, that affected Fiona. I mean, we've had conversations like that before, discussing those types of things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she got really teary-eyed in those, in those moments. Are you looking something up? Oh, but in art class, she had to face her fears. By drawing what I don't like watching. <laughs> right. So she drew, um, they have a model of a skeleton in her art class. And oh, okay. They had it posed on the table. And you want to hold, we'll, we'll put it on the blog for the website. podcast, for the website. But we'll show Ryan right now because we're on video camera. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So she drew that freehand. And suddenly. And then she drew, oh, yeah, yeah the old Gonzo. It is Gonzo, right? And she it, did this in Indian ink with a bamboo stick. It almost reminds me of a Tim Burton type of character. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, it does. He does look like a kind of a Tim Burton kind of character. Yeah, it feels like he would totally be, he would probably be drawn in the style of Tim Burton. Right, he the, does. He, depending yeah. on whatever he is. <laughs> yeah, T Tim Burton definitely leans on the dark side of drawings. Absolutely. And myself. Yeah, so she drew, <laughs> drew herself. Oozing. Decaying, yes. And possibly the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, with the influence of Pirates of the Caribbean. And me as some eyeless spirit. <laughs> <laughs> that one's definitely dark. So it's definitely out of, out of your comfort zone. All okay, right. I could like something that's just a tiny scary... But not like, you know, the blood and gut movies. All right, that was good timing for those images, for sure. Or just when almost the blood and guts are, like, censored. But there's <laughs> pos there possibly are blood and guts. Yeah. All right, so Gonzo gets out of his situation. And now he needs to get Bebe out of his situation. Okay, and this is where I saw a reference to the shiny... Oh, okay. Which where is this? Their names were like Andy and Randy Pig, and they were like, "Come play with us, Gonzo, oh. forever, and for <laughs> or not, <laughs> or not." 
Yeah, so they had some scenes kind of flashing as he's running down the hall. That that is a famous one with the twins from The Shining in the hallway. Definitely, that's a classic. Gotta have that right. Well, well, well I mean, if he's if he's like in the if he's like in the time in like a a, a time hole from Wonderland. Oh, <laughs> Tweedledee and Tweedledum. All right, so now. Yeah, so Gonzo's going and he's going to go say Pepe. This is, and this is what I was talking about earlier about, you know, uh, Gonzo trying to get into the addict. What in the world? <laughs> what is going um, on? I think there was a bit of a tense about, like, the twirling stairs. <laughs> yeah, so you've got these twirling stairs, and then he has to jump to get this rope to pull the door down because it's, like, in the middle of the staircase. <laughs> And they figure out a great oh, yeah. illusion on when you look down, there's just nothing but darkness. And a big mouth. Arr, arr, arr. Yes, there's a big <laughs> mouth. And he jumps. Because if it's like a mansion, everything has to be a monster. <laughs> oh, it does, does it? Wow. All right. And he jumps to grab it. He falls down into the mouth. <laughs> and then he gets spewed out. Why does he get spewed out? He tickles the monster from the inside. Well, there, of course he does. <laughs> if it's losing from <laughs> yeah. Monstro. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and he gets spewed and thrown into the attic. Um, and here comes the hero. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And Pepe's almost, almost married to Constance Hatchaway, but not quite. He grabs Pepe and pulls him out of his trance. That's something else. Yeah. Pepe is something else. Well, now I think with them escaping, I'm, I'm, it's like the bride is lonely. Yeah, and they go blasting through the window. Yeah, like I said, that would be a funny Easter egg. Yes, yes, and this is where you'd get your Easter egg. Because <laughs> they literally blast through the window. And there's, a, there's the window. a shirt available. Yeah. And they escape the house for the night, so. Yay! You want more, some more s'more? More s'more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said that correctly. Yep. They land back in the graveyard and Darren Chris is the grave. Yeah. The, the character is like, wait. Yeah, the grave diggers. Wait, there. you're still alive? <laughs> but I made two homelies for you. And what did Pepe's grave said? I don't know what Pepe's grave said. It was something funny. But Pepe, because Pepe and Gonzo both had a grave there. Yeah. And then they went running out and the hearse driver pulls up and they get in the limo and drive off into the sunrise. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the, the hearse driver is really happy to see them. And there it's we like, go. This is the first. She's like, oh, yay for you guys. She's so cheerful. <laughs> cheerful when she drops them off. Cheerful when she picks them up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was, it wasn't like Pep. Yeah, it was, it wasn't like Pepe, the king prawn. Prawn, but not forgotten. I think it did say that. <laughs> here rest Pepe, the king prawn. Prawn, but not forgotten. Yeah. I think it was like he got like his name spelled wrong. The, the caretaker. Nice. Because why not? Excellent. Yeah, so, and then this is where, yeah. So, you mentioned the part where they find out that the ghost host is a magician. Did you mention that, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I was looking up gravestones. Oh, um, so I don't think I mentioned that the ghost host was, but yeah, they do find out. Yeah. Oh, you said a spoiler before we've gotten to the story. Oh, we always, you know how many spoilers? We just spoil away, girl. 
<laughs> yeah, so they meet the ghost host at the end, and the ghost host lands up to be McGuffin? McGuffin. 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 The magician. So, and the little fish comes out, and Pepe's super happy. Oh, not Pepe, sorry. Gonzo's super happy. No, he's, he's the one that can flail his arms all the way. Like, flail my arms. I think I got that. Yeah, so. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. All right. So, Fiona, how many Mickey ears are you going to give? Oh, boy. Muppets the Haunted Mansion. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I said in my little head, it's probably not going to be. It's not going to be one of my favorite Muppet entertainment. Okay. So, so it feels like I, I might I might give it, like, like a a two out of five. Oh my goodness! All right. Is that surprising? Yes and no, because you told me some stuff previously. But why are you giving it a two out of five? It just the uh, well, it just felt like yeah, I did say there were some stuff that I didn't, I did, I didn't handle like watching through, and I went went like see it again. Okay. So you don't want to face your fears with the Gonzo scene again? <laughs> Maybe or it just it just or it just felt or it just it just it just felt like there were some parts that yeah you said that weren't totally like totally like planned out recently. Okay. But but it it, it did had some it did had some more like like, but there were a little, little bit of laughs, laughs uh-huh. to it, because I thought one time, usually without Jim Henson, the Muppets are not, like, too funny anymore. I mean, it, I could still, in, it, it, they could be still enjoyable okay. for my heart, but, but I mean, but I mean, if, if I, if I did, if I did if I didn't like it too much, I I love my Muppets. I love my Kermit and Miss Piggy. I love my um, Beaker and Bunsen. Yeah, I think it just hit kind of a chord with you and uh, it went in a direction that you didn't want to go in. Yeah. Especially with the Gonzo scene. So but I can see this that. Did, this did not end my love for the Muppets. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. But but I mean, but I mean, hey, I I realize, I realize, my burn sister fell in love with something. But if but something has a specific as their character, as their character, but they did they didn't like it, and yes, I ended up be I almost ended up. Be being like being like one of them, like I mean, I remember the time when I was like, oh, I thought I thought Disney Plus was a dangerous place because of what I chose to watch. That wasn't like on Elias's target audience. Oh, because you're watching things that Elias, Elias was like, what the hey? Oh, because you're watching Muppet Babies. 
Yeah, well, you, you, yeah, usually, but then, well, my eyes burst into tears with his reaction with the gummy bears. Okay, yeah, you were upset that he didn't think you should be watching the gummy bears. Yeah. Well, you're just doing, um, I have finding out about them. I mean, I haven't read that much information about the afternoon cartoons, and oh. that, was, that was why. Yeah, you're just curious. But I was like, oh, when he keeps turning on The Simpsons or Gravity Falls, he beats me up. <laughs> oh, emotionally. <laughs> no, yeah, you have, well, you've never liked The Simpsons. I mean, yeah, I have a take on Gravity Falls, but it feels like he's all like, oh, oh, that other stuff's like the, the more smarter side of Disney. <laughs> oh, he's not saying that. But that's how I was like at first. Yeah. I could see why you researched and wanted to go back and watch the Disney afternoons according to Disney animation. Yeah. There's a lot of Disney animators that worked on that. Yep. So yeah. Absolutely. Makes sense. But when it was like, uh, oh, half of the Disney cartoons were crappy because of their sequels. Well, yeah. Um, when they were going back and doing... Second and thirds of the Lion King. And I was like, no, I don't want to watch a Disney movie. When they turn on Brave. I don't think he said that about Brave. No, my my thought. Oh, because of the... Because what they recently watched and the previous they've turned on, it was like, and Lotus was like, that's bad. That's monsterly bad. I was like, uh-oh, no more Disney for me. Well, what your what your brother you know wants to watch is completely different than what you want to watch. Well, and uh, well, I just thought it was like ruining like childhood moments for me, and that that was why. Because okay. I never knew well the sequels were like bad and went to like a dirty twist. Well, I wouldn't say a dirty twist, but um, not great storytelling. I mean, I thought Mom's Haunted Mansion would have been all over the place. The storyline, or? Or, well, storyline. Okay. Yeah, but then now he's like, oh, Netflix originals are horrible as well. And I was like, eh, no more Netflix for me. Well, you need to stop, like, I know. having him influence your, what you watch. It doesn't Yeah, matter. and I was like, um, I'm done with the Disney Channel and Nickelodeon because they're now... Picking up like poorly made shows. Oh, like what are you talking about? Wait, that ladybug show. Oh, That's, you don't like this. We'll see. Yeah, There's a lot I, of teenagers that like that ladybug show, and you do not like it. Yeah, Elias hates it. Well, it's not for him. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, yeah, never mind. That that's that's not that's on my least of shows to avoid. I think yeah, you two can agree on that one. Yeah. But but yeah. But yeah, I did. But I uh I yeah, I miss how the Disney Channel used to be like with me actually. You like you like the old shows? Yeah. Okay. And that's why I go back I also go back to Disney Plus. <laughs> Alright, you good? But no. That that was all my <laughs> negative moments within Disney so far. But, yeah. but for now, I'll, I'll, 
I'll try to stick on to some positive moments because well I know one part one part let's turn on the goofy movie but Elias is like I think that's bad well yeah once again he's not their audience <laughs> shooting for for the goofy movie <laughs> I don't know, he's too old I don't, I've, I don't know if I've seen that movie all the way through before oh I'm I remember seeing it on Disney Channel. Okay. Well, you have to take a look at that again. Oh, yeah, from my crystal ball. Yeah, you... Oh, is it not on the Disney Channel? Or Disney Plus? It, I said it used to re-air on Disney Channel. Yeah. Is it not on Disney Plus? It is on Disney oh, okay. Plus. okay, okay. That's not what I said. you said crystal ball, so I was thinking you couldn't see it. That's why I said that. All right, cool. Yes. So now I reviewed... What my experience with Disney was like nowadays. All right. It's a little bit, some people say it can be a little bit bad, mm-hmm. but I try to find a way on try to make it more, even uh, like more living for me. Okay. Some of those shows are hard to find, the old ones. So you have to really know what you're looking for, especially if you want to watch a Kurt Russell movie. <laughs> I think they're all on there. You just have to remember the name of them. I've seen the world's strongest man. Yeah, your dad the put that on. The computer that wore tennis shoes. <laughs> there's some good ones on there. Deep in, deep in the plus. Yes, yes. There's some good stuff, man. All right. Is, was it Ryan's turn now to rate it? If, yeah, I think I did too much talking. That's okay. No, it's okay. You were processing through some things you needed to process through, so that's okay. Whether it's you know? ugly, but pretty for, for our information. All right, Ryan. Well, I would give this four and a half out of five. I loved it. No! I was highly entertained. Ryan loves yeah. it! I did. I was like, I was highly entertained. I'm I like the Haunted Mansion. I like the Muppets. It was a great way to relax on a Friday night. Meep, meep, meep. So there you go. I mean, you know, uh, it's got some good music. It's got some good humor to it. And um, I thought it was highly enjoyable. Uh, well done. It was a good mashup between the, the Haunted Mansion and a Muppets TV special. I mean, <laughs> there you go. I thought they did a great, I, mean, I thought they did a good job with it. Like something they would have done earlier. Closer to their previous, their, their roots. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was closer to the roots. I mean, yeah. they were originally going to do like our Halloween specials for like ABC, but the, there were some follies I've read. Yeah, it was it just kind of like it just took me back to the the origins of the Muppets. All right, and I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I had some like I wanted a lot more of like the John Stamos situation where you just kind of like scared me suddenly. Um, mm-hmm. I really like I bit into that really hard and enjoyed that immensely. I'm like, ooh, if it's gonna be like this, I love it. <laughs> I think there's some hits and misses. Uh, the I I love that they included the bride, but I think it could have been even a little more intense than it was. I thought it was a little laid back and didn't really bite hard enough for me. I could have done that. Uh, I I loved the stretching room. I loved all the props. I loved the little things that were going on. Uh, um, 
I love the graveyard scene. I thought that was super fun with the bus. The dining room scene, it ran a little long for me and I had a little trouble like grabbing onto it, but I loved Fozzie Bear as the Hatbox Ghost. So, I mean, there is, I, I was kind of like torn back and forth. In all honesty, my 12 and 16 year old left the room after the graveyard scene. <laughs> You know, it wasn't their cup of tea at all. I mean, further on, I I know, I, well, I know, I mean, I know in the early 20s, the Muppet movies were a bit, like, like, corny-ish. Well, I thought, I, I thought it's a, it's a very merely Muppet Christmas was, like, the, the most bizarre Muppet movie there was. All right. So, but I definitely think it was, uh, it was a heavy return to what they're no known for. So, and I loved how they had all of the old puppeteers there pl playing their roles and really diving into it. I really enjoyed that. So I'm probably going to give it around three, like two and a half to three, because I kept jumping like back and forth between like, you yeah. know, loving that moment and then having a I think a I'm with you, sis. <laughs> so but you know i i'm i'm so glad they did it i'm so glad they made this effort and tried doing this because um it, i i want to see more stuff like this more stuff that reminds me of the kind of stuff they would put on television when i was a kid or growing up right like everything doesn't have to be like extreme this and extreme that like you can find that little happy medium and i'm glad it's getting good reviews and people are liking it i mean that's that's great because i think they're saying mm. i want that too this is what so, we want sorry. we want something I'm sorry to lift if, us up and make us happy sorry if i was a bit scroogey when it was like a first solve for me oh no 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 i yeah no it's it's i think it's completely out of their element something they did new well not that's because it's been Beaker and Bunsen only cameo in this movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because of budget constraints. <laughs> that was such a great line. I love that. See, like I'm hand this more budget. <laughs> That's all we got. What, what was that? What was that part? When they're at the bus, they were hoping for something more, but they got relegated to this position because of budget constraints. Like there wasn't enough money for them to have a bigger role. I mean, like, it's was another that, dad joke. Was that a quote? Is that what he said? Right, right. So that's what Doctor. Okay, can I do hold it? You see, Beaky, this is a bit of a budget street. Mimo, Mimi. Was it like that? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I wasn't upset. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we good? Sure. All right. Can Brian, I, you can good? I, can I get my fro packs on, like, dancing into the moonlight? Dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> With, it's not a Muppet movie without some with, random song at the end. With the guys revealing their painted faces. Yeah, I still didn't know who they were. We're still, well, we're still censoring their faces. I mean, one of them look, look, look like, yeah, like how the Grinch stole Christmas singer. Oh, how funny! Yeah. We get it almost every night. When that moon gets big and bright, it's supernatural delight. Everybody was dancing 
Everybody here is out of sight They don't bark and they don't bite They keep things loose, they keep things light Everybody was dancing Thank you for making it through another episode of Dispodopolis with us. And now it's time for us to say goodbye. All right, Fiona, you want to say goodbye? what's been spoken in my little heart. What is that from? Thank you for, thank you guys for making me feel better. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you feel better. Yay. Me too. It's, I think it's been... It's been a little bit of a of a conversation of something I kinda I kinda dis dislike, but later on could have some like good good um coincidence for it. Mm-hmm. I I I I think I would I think I would like to say a a shout out to the these uh Lake Lego companies. <laughs> okay, that's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> So, Mom, what you've been researching? Oh, okay. So while we were waiting for our, all our stuff to get in order, I was looking up some of the new Lego ideas that got 10,000 votes. And one was the Hocus Pocus Sanderson Sisters Cottage, which I'm very much interested in because that is something I would definitely buy for my shelves because that's a fun movie that I've, I've only watched twice so far this October. <laughs> I've heard it. Well, you've you've watched well second part twice. Yeah, and then my Adia, my sixty year old, walks in again. Mom, I'm only doing it once. (laughs) I know. I just how many movies you tend to enjoy where you're like, do do the Great Pumpkin Patch with Charlie Brown or do Hocus Pocus. Oh, I love the great patch. Uh, the great it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I love it. I I I mean since I I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry guys if I didn't have like a big heart for uh Mobitana Mansion in in the end. But I I think I think it, but people still still think it'll it, it it it's cute. When I tend to dress up as various characters, I enjoy from anything I fall in love with. Yeah, but it's not like, oh, 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 childhood, childhood destroyed. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I hope not. <laughs> I think you just really got upset with the one Gonzo sing scene, and that yeah. kind of threw you off. Well, I think, yeah, well, well, I thought I said to myself, uh, the classical movies are more better because I've, I've, I think the one that I, I best, I, I best like is the great Muppet caper. Okay. All right. And, uh, you can catch Fiona at Fiona Toad Girl on Instagram and Twitter. All right, Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to everybody out there? 
Well, thank you for tuning in and listening to us talk about the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Um, uh, we, I think we thoroughly enjoyed getting to see this on Disney and that they're adding more Muppets to Disney+. And hopefully they keep adding Muppet content to Disney+. Um, you can catch me at RyanFlint underscore EDU on Twitter. And you can also catch us at Dispodopolis on Twitter. So, yeah, absolutely. And oh. um, like I said, oh, yeah. like, goodbye to my aunt oh. uh, Dolores and my mother, too. Yeah. yeah. And all of our <laughs> listeners. Sorry. You're this close. I was. I always thought yeah, I was if, done, but I wasn't. I thought some people say, oh, but Disney's doing like more better with like Marvel and Star Wars. What, the storytelling? Yeah. yeah and, and references in the park. Well, yeah, that's kind of where their money's being put right now. That's true. It's the budget. <laughs> budget cuts. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah. And you can reach me, Colleen, at Tink Scout, uh, at Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and definitely catch us at Dispodopolis on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. That's where we list our most recent podcasts and some fun things that are happening in the parks. On Instagram, most recent drawings. Oh, yeah, you'll catch lots of Fiona's drawings, uh, definitely, on Twitter and Instagram. And I try to throw them on Facebook, too. You know, that's pretty much all the Facebook or all the social media I do is Dispopolis and Fiona's drawings. So there you go. I, I drop I them mean, and go. We, we did, we did solve enjoyment. the Star Wars terror, terror, Tales of Terror. Oh, yeah. Whatever that was on called. Disney Plus? Yeah, yeah, the I mean, Star Wars. Uh, was at least it? I could easily watch that through. <laughs> right, that was a very scary. That was fun. Here's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Point, point, bo. <laughs> I don't think you saw that part. Did you? <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> nice. It was when one of the droids were doing the the shiny reference. Yes. Yeah, they love to do their shiny references. So I'd like to say goodnight to my Aunt Lynette it's and just, my mom. It just felt like a, his name was a bunch of random numbers and letters. <laughs> That's the joke, yes. That's a big name for us to almost attack me. <laughs> oh, Fiona, you cracked me up. <laughs> See, this is what I get from The Shining. Just, just, just the twins and the here's Johnny. Well, that's all you need to know about that movie. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, if you have, if you'd like to ask us any questions, you can email us at comments at dispodopolis.com. Uh, we'll be glad to do that for you. And, and Baby Beaker will be coming. Yes, Baby Beaker is making his appearance very, very soon. Uh, October on, 30th. On Instagram. Yeah, October 30th. So yeah, everyone. That was a really soft item you bought me. Oh, <laughs> yes. Her, um, I go take a look at Baby Beaker and just check out his outfit. It is probably the most comfortable Halloween outfit of all time. It doesn't get much better than that. Absolutely, purple fuzzy slippers and a big blue snuggly thing. <laughs> Quite sorry, the ensemble. I, I, I don't have anyone to go as Baby Bunsen. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have Baby Kermit and Miss Piggy in my hands. This is true. 
I think that's pretty, that's pretty good. We'll see you real soon. Till next time. Now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.